Today's daf is daf Lamed Hey. We are beginning at the Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Dalet Ahmed Beis. So the segue into these Mishnayas right now, which don't seem to have anything to do with Gitin, is the following. We learned about Takanas of Rabbi Gamliel Hazakein. When Gamliel Hazakein, the grandson of Hillel Hazakein, we learned yesterday, the day before, there were a couple of takanas that he instituted for the Miknei Tikkun Olam, for the better of society. And now we're going to continue with a number of those takanas as well, additional takanas. As we said, that even though the original ones had to do with Gitin, these do not, but it's just giving us a list of the, some of the takanas that we're going to learn. Two more takanas that were instituted by Rabbi Gamliel. And a third takana in this, uh, in this Mishnah that were instituted by his grandfather Hillel Hazoke. So let's see. Zog de Heliga Mishnah. Ein almana nifros menichse yesoimim ele So the halacha is, and we're not going to ask why we're focusing Gavka on the almana. But the halacha is that if anybody is a creditor and has to collect from the estate, so the father, let's say, passed away and the father owed him money. He comes to the estate and wants to get paid for the money that he's owed. He needs to make an oath. He has to swear that there was no either full or partial payments made on the debt before the father passed away. Because the Yosomim, the estate, they have no idea what, what, what happened. All they know is that this guy shows up with an IOU. Kalacha is to collect from and uh, from the Yasomim, to collect from the orphans, from the estate. You need to make a shvur. So we're going to see that this din applies also by an almana. An almana, the halacha is that if a woman is a, 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 a an almana widow, her husband died, she's allowed to stay to live in the house as long as she wants, and the estate has to take care of her. However, if she pulls out her suva. The halacha is, now she's like a creditor. She now needs to collect from the estate. We're going to see that one of the second things that happened is A, the estate have to pay her. B, she now no longer is allowed to live in the estate and they don't have to support her because it's considered that she's asking for the ksuva because I'll consider that she must be already looking to get married. And once she's looking to get married, the way the ksuva was written is that he, the estate are no longer obligated to uh, to support her once she's looking to get married to somebody else that, uh, other than their father. So the point is though that she is not excluded from this din. She also, to collect the tsuva, that's like an IOU pulled on the estate, she cannot collect the tsuva without making an oath. So that was the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the halacha, the original halacha. And Amman and Ifras, now, in a, at a later time, we're going to see the reason why, but Chachamim were reticent to make her swear. They said, listen, it's not a good idea, she should not swear. The problem is it created a problem, because if she can only collect, a creditor can only collect with a shvua, and we're not letting her swear, then ostensibly what are we doing here? 
we're not allowing her to collect. And there's a bigger problem. Once she's Taveya, she's no longer allowed to be supported by the Yasomim either. She has to leave the home and she can't be supported. So now she's A, not able to collect the Ksuva, and B, if she's been Taveya, she can't live. So Rabbi Gamliel felt that that is going to create all kinds of problems least of all, I mean, not least of all, the, 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 the biggest problem of all he saw was is that women are going to be reticent to get married. Because women uh, feeling that they're not going to be taken care of financially, something happens to the husband, they're going to think twice about jumping into such a relationship. And therefore, as uh, we're going to see, as a tikkun olam, this is what I going to explain, he said that uh, women are able to collect their ksuva, but instead of making a shvua, what he said, they can make a nether. Now, what's the difference? How does it work? What the nether works is as follows, is that the, the, whatever the, the, the state decides, they, the, they know this woman, they know it's either their, their stepmother or their mother, they know exactly what she likes and what she doesn't like, so they're going to say like this, let's say they know that she likes apples. They're going to say is, that, that she makes a nether that she will always be usher for the rest of her life in apples if she had any collection of, uh, and there was any partial or full collection on the ksuva that she's now being taveya. So now she doesn't want to be over an isra of nether, so therefore if she actually had received some partial payment, she's not going to make that nether. So therefore, instead of making a shvur, we'll see why they didn't want to make a shvur, but they shifted it to becoming a nether, but if she's willing to make that nether, then what? Then she can collect on her ksuva. That was the takona of Rabin Gamliel. So therefore, let's go on. So Hiskin Rabin Gamliel Hazaka and Shetahino, there is the Yusoyimim, that you can make a nether to the Yusoyimim, Koma Shayirtsu, whatever they want to come up as part of the nether. They know what she likes. They'll include that as part of the nether. But go back to us and then allow her to collect Tuxuva. That was Takana number one. Takana number two, we're going to see, the Gemara's going to explain it later on, probably tomorrow, is that Va'edim Chosmin Alaget Olam. Now, this is probably going like the sheet of Rabbi Lazar, we'll have to wait till tomorrow, who holds that really you don't need Adam to be signed in the get, because you're relying on the Adam Estira, but as a Tikkun Olam, we'll see what the Tikkun was, they made it that the Adam also had to sign in the get itself. And the third one was the Takana of, not of Rabbi Gamliel, but his grandfather of Hillel. Hillel Azokim established the concept of, of Prusbul. The Machlokas is shown in Rashi Tosos of here, but Rashi learns that Prusbul was similar we learned a couple of days ago, is that Moser Sharos of Lebasin. Yesterday, we learned that the way, that, that during a, a Shemitah year, that it wipes out all the debts. All the debts are wiped out. However, if you give the loan over to Basin, so it's not you being Tavea anymore, it's coming from Basin, then the debt does not get wiped out. So Raja seems to learn that that actually was a Takonos Hillel, is that a Prusbul is written to prevent the loan from being wiped out, which then will encourage people before Shemitah to lend money, because they know it's not going to end up getting wiped out, because they're able to go ahead and ride a prusbul. So therefore, the, uh, the Hillel Hiskin prusbul also means tikkun olam. Now, what the Gemara uh, uh, jumps right into, going back to the first takana, the first takana we said was that women have to collect with a shvur, then when they stop making make a shvur, the takana was they can make a neder. But what the Gemara wants to know is, What's the novelty of saying that women can only collect from the yasomim, can only collect from the estate, 
if she makes her shvua? Why should she be different than any other creditor? Right. So what are you emphasizing? That ain almana nifraz menechzei sam elabe shvua. My area almana, afilu kula almanami. That's not just almana, it's not just widows. All people that are, are, have credit, their creditors that are the estate owes, owes the money to them and they're coming with a documentation to say that the father owed them money and they want to collect an estate. They all have to take an oath, they can't collect without. And, so why, what's the novelty that it's focusing on almana? Because it says like this, the Hakkai Malan, because we know that's established Aloha, Habali Para Menichsa Yasomim, bottom of Lamadal Mabez, that if anybody wants to collect from the Nechosim of Yasomim, Lo Yepara Elabeshvua, you can only collect with a Shvua. They made a Takana for, for, for the betterment of the Yasomim, they don't know what the real deal was, and if a guy shows up all of a sudden out of the blue with a document that the father owed them money, he has to take an oath. So why should Almana be excluded in that? Someone says like this, he said, the similar Svarah that we're going to see that actually was based on, on the Takana. But, but the, 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 the Svarah was as follows. Is that Itzrichle, Almana Itzrichle. They had to, you have to emphasize that even the Almana has to take the oath. Why? You might have thought to say, you know what? Even though the Chachamim made a Takana that nobody's allowed to collect from the estate without an oath, maybe they gave the Almana a pass. Why would they give the Almana a pass? Because again, it's a very difficult thing to go into Beisdin and make an oath. And maybe they were concerned that we want to encourage women to say yes when the men want to marry them. And it's called Chino. Chino is to endear them, the husbands in their eyes. And therefore, as a leniency, they might have thought, is that it's easy, if you, you don't have to worry about how you're going to be taken care of, you'll be easy to collect the ksuva, so therefore you might have thought that when they come to collect the ksuva, they're not required to take an oath, kamash malan, that even they are required to take a note. So you might have thought, Mishum Chino. Rashi says, what does mean Chino means? Shiachena anoshim anoshim. That the husbands will be endeared in their eyes, Linoselam, to get married to them. So therefore, Kamash Malan, so the Kamash Malan to teach you that, Eve, that you don't make the mistake, that this Takona, that you have to make an oath to collect from your Yosomim, applies to everybody, including the, 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 the Almanas as well. Now, we said later on, in a, in a later time in history, they stopped. They stopped letting the women collect with an oath, which ostensibly was a problem for them because if they can't make the oath, they can't collect. But why? What was the reason that the Chachamim said, we need to stop letting women make a shvur to collect their ksuba? What was the reason for that? So what is it like this? Meaning, again, understand what this means. It doesn't mean that they stop letting them, uh, requiring them to do it. No, it doesn't say they stop requiring them. It means you're still required, but they wouldn't let them do it, and therefore ostensibly weren't able to collect their ksuba. But why? What forces stop them from making the shvur? My time, huh? Now, Elam, they want to suggest that there was a Maisa Shahayo that reflected on the severity of this oath. And therefore, for the betterment of the women, to protect the women and their families, they said, it's better you don't make the oath. Well, maybe that's the reason. What was the story? It says, Mishum the Rav Kahana Amarav, the story of Rav Kahana. The Amar Rav Kahana of Amar some said was Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. So spoke with Talmidim of Rav. Right, what was the story? There was a certain story with an individual, and it was during a time of fast, of, of famine. Was a, there was a famine going on. Shehifke dinar zohav etzel almona. 
There was a person that said, listen, I want to leave this for you to watch for me. She begged, she was a shomer, shomeris for him. He gave her a dinar zav and said, I, I don't have place to hide it by me. I'm giving it to you to watch. Okay? Now, so therefore what happened like this? He gave it, that's all kemach. She went and she hid it in a jug of, in a jug of flour. Now what happened was she forgot that she had put it there and she went and she baked bread. She went to make bread and this obviously had been, was now baked into the bread that she, because she had hid it in this jug. And she went and gave it to a poor person, some guy knocking at her door, she hands him a loaf of bread, Shalom al Yisrael, he's gone, alright? Now, sometime later, the person who owns the dinar came, give me my dinar. And she said, Oi, I don't know what happened, I don't know where it was, it's gone, I don't have it. I, and she's one basically saying is, I promise you I didn't steal it from you. She said, I did not steal it from you. She said like this, she made the following oath. She said, that it poison, it should, uh, that poison should be effective on one of her children, she'll also have each of this woman, if I benefit, if I took benefit of your dinar, it should be like one of my children take poison. It's like a curse, basically. It's a shvur with a curse. Now, so therefore, so Amru, the Chachamim testified that it didn't take many days to go by, even I just said a few days, that one of her children died. Which is Shamul Chachamim Badavar. When Chachamim heard of this matter, they said, Amru, they said like this, She was swearing in truth, meaning she, in her mind, she was not, she never took benefit from the dinar of this, of this, of this, uh, mafkid. So therefore, and, and look at the, the, the dangerous repercussions of what a shvua had on her. So kacha nishba al sheker. So kalva chomer. If a woman is nishba al sheker, she maybe got some money towards the ksuva, and she swears falsely. Can you imagine the effect of what might happen to her family? Al achas kama v'kama. And therefore, it's the betterment of this woman and her family that she does not make a shvua to collect the ksuva, even though now it stops her from being able to collect the ksuva, at the end of the day, what? It's in her benefit that she doesn't make it. So Nechaira like this. Sigmar says that the emiss is, how did she, how was the oath violated? What was the oath? The oath was that she said one of her children should be like, they ate poison, Rachman al-Etzlan, if she got benefit. But she didn't get benefit from it. How did she get benefit? The family didn't get benefit. It was some, some, uh, some, 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 Ani got the golden ticket over here. It wasn't, uh, something that she, that she benefited from. Was it like this? Uh, the Maitani Ansha. So, uh, why did she actually, uh, get punished? So, one is going to say a very interesting thing. Let me just say it outside and we'll see it outside. Is like this. Is that, because she had put the dinar inside, 
the flower, the dinar takes up a certain amount of space. There's a certain volume that the dinar takes up. So it comes out now that whatever that volume of that dinar had taken up in the, in the first jug, in the second jug now that she uses for her own family, she got the benefit of that amount. Because now, she didn't have to give, put that, that amount was not included in the first jug that she used for the first jug, that she, the first batch she made. So the second jug benefited the volume size. Well, that, so even that, that's smaller, but that, that, there's still some value there, and therefore she had violated the, the terms of the, of the, of the curse. So Mara says like this. So my time, the So why is it that Shitaka was punished? Because the family and her benefited the space, the volume space of the dinar. Now, so what is it like this? But Lachora, what did the Chachamim say? That she should not make, if somebody swears in truth, Kalvachamim to swear falsely, but Lamai says she didn't swear truthfully. Because then comes out right now that what? That actually it was a false shvua. Right? Everyone hear the Kasha. The, 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 the if somebody swears in truth, so then, Allah has come a kama for, but she didn't swear in truth. So, for Egg, the more Nisha Nishba Be'emes. So, more says like this. Now, what it means was, a father came out that she violated the curse because it wasn't true. But in her mind, in her mind, so it means like this. If somebody in their mind is, thinks they're telling the truth, can you imagine what the punishment will be for somebody that knows that they're swearing falsely? So, more says, Kamisha Nishba Be'emes. So, more says like this. So therefore, the more wants to know, so the more says like this. So basically, they made a, 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 a there was the, the, the original takana that everybody collecting from the assignment, they were included. Then later day, they said women should not make, but what women shouldn't make it specifically almonas. So the more wants to know, well then the grushas shouldn't do it either. For whatever reason you're saying Almanas shouldn't do it, so why, if a Grusha, let's say, comes to collect Tuxuva, we should say this out. Oh, can you imagine the terrible thing that should be swearing falsely? What's going to happen to the family? Why did they only pick on Almanas that they shouldn't make it? Why are they allow? why did they allow that a Grusha could collect Tuxuva with a Shur? So when it says, Eve is Shur, so when it says like this, take a look at the, the Rashash, I'm not going to get into it now. Rashash is the question, is why are you asking about Grusha? Why are you asking about anybody? Anybody that shouldn't let make a Shur, if because of the horrendous effect that could happen. Were they, were they taking dafka on the, on the man, on the, when they was married? So, Imishum, someone says like this. Imishum, ha, if it's because you're worried about what could happen if they swear, false, swear falsely, so my area almona, why is dafka taking on the almona? I feel a grusha nami. Then, uh, uh, then a grusha also shouldn't, uh, uh, make such an oath. To collect exuva, so Alama Amrav Zera Amar Shmuel Lo Shano El Almona Aval Grusha Mashbin Oisa. Then why is it that Rav Zera said in the name of Shmuel that even though they stopped allowing Almonas to make this oath, but they still continue to allow a Grusha? What's the difference? So when it says like this, very interesting. By the way, this is a dynamic that happens in many businesses where there's embezzlement. What happens is like this. Think about this for a moment. This woman is an Almona. So she's allowed to stay in the house, right? She's living in the house. She's being supported by the, the Yisom in the family. What happens when she's staying in the house? She's still making breakfast. She's still doing cleaning. She's still cooking. She's still doing stuff. Sometimes there's going to be a mora heter that even though she got a little bit from the husband, let's say, towards the tsuva, in her mind, 
she thinks, you know what? It's justified that I got that money. It should not come off my ksuva. Why? Because I'm still working for the, uh, for the estate. And therefore, she might think that it's okay for her to take an oath that she didn't receive anything. But you don't have that problem by a grusha. Why don't you have the problem by a grusha? Because once there's been a gerushin, she's out of the house. There can't be any type of moraheta like that. Because the bottom line over there, she's not going to say, oh, look, I'm still working for the estate. There can't be that. So therefore, this was only a problem for the almana. It was not a problem by the estate. You have that very often. You find it, like, you know, uh, different people in leadership positions, they find that they embezzled. They used it. They opened this bank account. And, because sometimes, well, I, I went above and beyond. I went overboard. I should be entitled to some of the profits. You have that. That's a cheshben sometimes, unfortunately, that people can make. But you see that it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a human condition. So it says, Almona Shani. That in the, for the benefit that she goes and she works and puts all the effort in for the, uh, for the Yasovim, she'll become to be Mora Heter. Mora Heter means she'll rationalize. What will she rationalize? That she deserves it. Right. Alright, Vaita. Um, so again, so let's just understand what happened over here. So originally there was a shvur that everybody had, that everyone had to make to collect the yisurim. Then they stopped allowing almonas to do it, but that created a problem because then they couldn't collect the ksuba. Came along Rabbi Gamliel and established that instead of a shvur, they can make a neder. The way it was structured, a neder could be made to allow them to collect. Amrav Yehud, Amrav Yirmi Bar Abba Amr. That both Rab and Shmuel said as follows. That this Shvua we don't allow to be taken in Basin. Now, a Shvua in Basin, Rashi learns, is Shvua de Raisa. Requires Nakitas Chefetz. You have to hold the Chefetz. You have to hold the Sefer Torah. You have to hold a pair of Philid. And you also have to use Shem Hashem when you make the Shvua. So this concern about the tremendous negative impact of a shvur is only the shvur that's made in Basin. But to allow her to make a shvur outside of Basin to collect Tuxuva, outside of Basin, Rajas has only got a din of a shvur de Rabbonon. It's not as impactful because you don't have to have Nikita's Chaifetz, you don't have to hold the Sefer Torah, you don't have to hold the you don't have to use Shem Hashem. Memele, even though they didn't allow them to make the shvur in Basin and instead had to make a nether, outside of Basin, it's okay to do what? Make a shvua. Make a even. They could use a shvua outside of Beisdin. They could make her make a shvua. It's not as scary the effect. Frek the Gemara Aini, is that true? Did Rav really say that? We know that Rav, in his lifetime, when he was the Beisdin, he never allowed Iksuva to be collected by an Almona because he said she can't make a Shvur. She can't make a Shvur. How can she collect Iksuva? The Gemara's going to ask, well, why couldn't he do a Nedra? We're going to see that in a moment. But the question right now is, but if you're telling me it's only a problem in Basin, so why couldn't Rob collect Iksuva for an Almona if she made the Shvur outside of Basin? The fact it was a carte blanche that he never collected Exuva for an Almona implies that there was no way she could collect, not only with a Shvua in Basin, but she wouldn't even, she, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't let her make a Shvua outside of Basin too. So how can you tell me that Rav agrees to that Chilak, that he should collect for an Almona if the Shvua is made out of Basin? So Mora says like this, Basura Matni Hachi, Simona says, uh, what's the place? I'm sorry. Kasha. Simona says, that's a good question. That how could you quote, how could you hear me, uh, Bar Abba, 
quote, make a statement that Rav and Shmuel agree that it's only a problem in Basin, but outside of Basin should make the Shmuel, then you're going to have a problem because the his, historically the facts are Rav was never gova a Shmuel, never gova a, 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 a Ksuba for an Almana. Why not? If the Shmuel could made outside of Basin, why wasn't he? So when said that's not a good question. Now, the Surah Matni Hachi, the version that we just said was the version of Surah, in the Yeshiva and Surah. But in the Arda, but in the Yeshiva and Arda, they had a different tweak. They had a different version of the story, which allows then that there should be no kasha on Rav's practice. Why? The Matni Hachi. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Lo shonu elave beistin. Rabbi Yehuda's version, Shmuel's the one that said that you cannot make the Shmuel in beistin. Abba chutz the beistin, mashbino but outside of beistin, they could make, the, the woman could make the Shmuel, it's only with Rabbonin, we're not so afraid of the negative effects. But was Rav Amar, Afilu Chutz Lebeis, Dinami Ein Mashbinoi. So Rav's position is no. We don't allow a Shmua, not in base in and not outside base in. Now, according to this version, it comes out good. Rav Latameh, then Rav Kanzal Shitoso, is lo migbek shuvah la'armalta, that he never collected a shuvah for Almana, because it's not shaykh for her to make the Shmua, according to this version. Not inside base in, not outside base in. The Gemara, but what about the Takona of Rabban Gamliel? Why didn't Rab allow the Takona of Rabban Gamliel? What was the, what was the Takona of Rabban Gamliel? Even though they can't collect with the Shua, but what? They should be able to collect with the Nether. So why didn't Rab allow the woman to make a Nether and collect with the Nether? Let them make the Nether and collect. When it says, Bishmeida Rab, Kili Nadari. Where it says, unfortunately, in the times of, in, in Rab's time period, people were very lenient with Nadarim. They weren't careful with Nadarim. And since they weren't careful with Nadarim, they couldn't allow a Nedr to be the, the tool to let a Kiki Viksuva, because they weren't afraid about making false Nadarim. They were very lenient with Nadarim, and therefore it wasn't effective. Shua would have been effective. He was scared of Shua. Nadarim not. But Shua they couldn't do. So therefore, that's why in times of Rab, the, uh, Rab there was no Shua collected for an Omar. How was the notion of Nether different than Shavuot? It's, it's not as, it's not as, again, it's, it's a, take a look, it's, what's that? It's less, it's less, it's less, it's less, it's less, it's less, it's he has the whole Kabbalistic explanation, how Shavuot works, how Nether works, but Shavuot touches much closer to whatever that means, Kabbalah, Gabbah, Kodesh, Boruch. Now, Ahi, to Ostoy, Lekamei, the Rav Huna, that there was a certain woman that came to Rav Huna, all right, so, uh, and, and, and she wanted to collect her ksuva. So, Amr Allah, my Abed Lach, Lech, what can I do for you? The Rav lo magbi ksuva la'armalta. I can't collect because Rav never collected ksuva for an almana, right? Because uh, we don't allow an almana to make a shvur. And I guess in that time period, the Dorim weren't effective either. So, Amr Allah, need you time Ella. He says, what are you concerned about, right? The whole problem over here was that maybe my husband paid up. Or maybe I took without him paying up. I already took something for my ksuba. That's what you're concerned about, right? He, she said, Chai Hashem She made a Lashen Shvua. Chai Hashem By the living essence of Hashem, I swear that I, what? I never got any benefit from my ksuba until now. Now, we don't normally allow a woman to make a shvur, but here what happened? She made it anyway. So now, so I'm a Ravuna. So Ravuna said, even though Rav would not allow a woman to make a shvur to collect her ksuba, 
However, if she jumped on her own volition, she went and made the shvur anyway, so then in this point, what do you worry about? That something bad might happen? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen already. So she already made the shvur. So therefore, Ravuna Moiderav would be agree that kofetis. What does kofetis mean? Where she jumped forward and made it anyway. So in this case, what would be the din? She can go ahead and, make, and collect the shvur. Moira says like this, there was a woman that came. The last story was with Ravuna. This was Ravuna's son. He named the son Rabba. So he said, this woman came in front of Rabba Bar Ravuna. So Amra Law, my, and, and she said, I want, my husband has died. I don't want to stay in the, in the house anymore. I want to get remarried. I want my tsuba. Pay up. Time to pay up. So Amr Allah, my Avid Lech, what can I do for you? The Rav Lo Magdik Suvaylar Malta. The ruling in this area following the din of Rav is we don't allow Shvuas to be made and we can't collect the Suva and we don't allow Nadarim either because women are made, because people are, people are made to the laws of Nadarim. So like, and also Abba Maria, my father Rav Huna too. Uh, my father, my teacher also held like that. Loy Magdik Suvaylar Malta in this locale. So Amr Lech, fine. Okay, fine. So if I can't collect the tsuva, then I want to go back to being supported by the estate. Let me get my support. Let give me my mezoinus. So I'm below, hardly mezoini. He says, unfortunately, that I can't do for you now anyway. I can't do either because what's the rule? Once a woman's taveya her tsuva, so he said, then she has in mind to get, she loses the rights to get the benefit it wipes out the rights of the Ksuva. She can't live in the house anymore. She can't collect Mazaynas. She's right. like, so she's nailed on both ends over here. So therefore, Amr Allah, Mazayni Nami Leishloch, the Amr of Yehuda Amr Shmuel, that's on the teaching of Shmuel, Hatayvaz Ksuvosa, but based in, a woman that comes to base in, Bitovei her Ksuva, Eila Mazaynas can no longer get her Mazonas. So she got really upset and she cursed him. This Rabbi Baravuna. Amr Avchua Lekursei. She, you should turn over his, his, his bed, right? Or what does it mean, turn over his bed or turn over his chair? What's a chair or bed? What is it? Chair. Chair. You should turn over his chair. It's a sign of Avelis, which means she what? Should die. Right? She said, Kebdei Trey Abdali. He's causing me the Chumrah of two rulings. He's got me in a situation that's a no-win situation, right? To collect Maksuva, you say, Rob doesn't allow Shmuel nowadays to collect Maksuva. Right? And, and to continue, Mazona, it's not like Shmuel. Once you ask for it, I can't give it to you. That's not right. right? So she gave Maksuva. So what they did was, they wanted to offset the effects of the Maksuva. They took his chair and turned it over and straightened it back up, thinking that at least what she had said happened without, hopefully, without what? The, nev- the negative impact of it happening. They turned over his chair and they stood it back up. So it's like this. It did help a little bit. He didn't end up dying, but it didn't save him from getting very sick. He ended up getting very sick because of this curse. Right, you've got to take care. Curses are very dangerous things to be thrown around. And therefore, it had a negative Impact. Let's go. She didn't get the ketuba. She didn't get the and she lost her mazonos. Because she just went to the bed. She's Once you're tevei, you lose your mazonos too. Right. Now, I'm a lay Rav Yehuda le Rav Yirmiyah Bira. So, so Rav Yehuda said to Rav Yirmiyah Bira, "Adra bebeisdin ve'ashba'ah chutz lebeisdin." He said like this: the halacha. He wanted to set forth what the halacha should be. 
He said the halacha that we let women nowadays, they can't do a shvua in Beistin, but we do let them do what? Make the neder, like the takon of Rabbi Gamliel. Let them make the neder in Beistin. And also the halacha follows shvua, that outside of Beistin, we even what? We even allow them to make a shvua. That, I want that to be the acceptable practice. That's really the Allah, not like Rav said before. I want to accept that the Adra, let them make a nether in Basin and a Khutla Basin. Belaisi Kala, the Lapel the Udni. I want to hear this. I want to hear that this is happening. Let this the the the, the coal go out in the city that this is happening, that I hear it. I want you to go ahead and ensure that this is happening, that there is this call, that this is the practice, that I hear it coming to my ears. Because I want that this should be the Maisa. This should be the Alokha, the Maisa. I want to be conveyor that this should be the Alokha for women to make it uh, easier for them to collect their Tsuva. Neither in Basin, even Shvua outside of Basin, to allow them to collect. The situation of the story before is untenable. You cannot have a situation that we're not allowing them to make the Shvua and therefore, and they lose their Mizonos. He says, we can't have that thing happen. All right, let's go back to so Gufa. So she was right in a way. Well, not right. I mean, they're, they're he was right. First, I'm just saying, right? he, he was, he, there was Rob disagreed with that. Rob held no. Uh, Rob held, we don't allow Nadorim nowadays because people are making in Nadorim. So, so uh, they're right. So now, Gufa, Amar Rabbi Zeira, Amar Shmuel. So this would tell, we just mentioned, Rabbi Shneir Shmuel said, Roshana El Almona. He said before that this is only a problem with an Almona. Almona cannot make the Shmuel because by Almona we said there is a rationalization. What was the rationalization? Since they're working for the household, they might hold some of that money for the ksuva and think that it's okay. This is like 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 a, 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 a debt that they're owed. But about grusha masbin oisa, but grusha they allow to make the oath. They allow to make the shvur. Now, what the gemara is being medayik like this? It's mashma almona. We don't allow to make the shvur. Instead, what do we make them do? Neder. Yeah. Now, Neder is not as powerful, but you can get away with it. Neder for an almona to collect the ksuba. That's mashma, though, by a grusha, though, they still have to make... Sure. We would not allow them to make a neder. That's the one being medayim. It's more says like this. Now, a grusha de adra loy. For a grusha to make a neder wouldn't work. Why? Because they can still make the shvur. You have to make the shvur. You have to make the shvur. They don't allow you to make a neder. Frag the gemara v'ashalch l'misam. The case over here was that there was a husband and wife that got married in Bavo, moved to Eretz got divorced. It seems to be that they got divorced in Eretz and then since the estate was back in. Bavel, they sent a letter from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel what the terms of the collection of the Ksuva should be. Alright? Now what happened over here was, they sent from Eretz Yisrael, certain women, her name, whatever her name was, the, 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 the daughter of Ploini, Kibales uh, Gita received a get, min yoda de acha bar from the hands of Achabar Hidya, the Miskare Ayomari, aka, also known as, means in Get you have to write the, uh, uh, all the names. So yeah, there was also known as Ayomari, uh, and she was willing to make the Nedzer, for Asha Pedrus accepting that if she is lying, all the fruit of the world should be offered to her. That was the Nedzer she made, that she had not received any prepayments. 
that she had not taken or received anything from the Ksuva. The only thing that she said she had received was a glufkara echad. Glufkara is some type of woolen coat. Saber tehillim, a, a saber tehillim she received. The uh, echad. Saber eov, a book, uh, a, 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 a scroll of eov. And a, a, a tattered, a worn out Sefer Mishle. That's the only thing that she has received at part of Aksuva. The Shimnum, and we evaluated how much is that worth. The Chamisha Mono. That takes off from the total amount of Aksuva, five Mono. So the Keshetoga, the Yatchem, Higbuas Ashar. So when she comes back to Bovel, from the estate of the Yasomim, you should, the balance of the Tsuva should be paid out to this woman. Now, what's the Kasha? It's Mashma that she's an Almana, right? Uh, I'm sorry, not, not, it's not an Almana, I'm sorry, it's Mashma that she is a Grusha, because it says there was a, a get was given, right? But it doesn't say she took a Shvua to collect the Tsuva. What does it say she did over there? To the nether, and we were just medayg before that nether only works for an almana. A nether doesn't work for a a a, 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 a grusha. So lechora, there, there you need a shvur. And here we see that she used a nether. Everyone, hear the question. All right. So comes along Rav Ashi. I'm going to say the answer outside, and then we'll see inside. Very interesting answer. He says like this. He's there. We learned in the sechas yevomus. All right. A yevoma essentially is an almana, right? However, that before she can collect her ksuva, if, the, if there are no children, the brothers have a choice. They can do yibum. Now, if they do yibum, the ksuva of the dead brother transfers to the assets of the, of the new brother, right? That's the halacha. Now, if they do chalitza, right, then there's no question. Then he can't do yibum. Then she has a right to co- collect her Suva. Now, rabbinically, there's a, the one of the Obamas discusses extensively. Rabbinically, if one of the brothers gave a get, now technically there is no get on the Zika of Yibum. But what happens is, with Rabban, if you give a get, it damages the Zika and you can no longer do, you can no longer do Yibum. The only thing you can do at that point is Chalitza. So what Rabbi Ashi is saying, the get that she brought from Eretz Yisrael was not a get of a regular Grusha. It was a get of an Almona that made us have to do a Chalitza. That's what happens over here. And therefore, now it's not a problem. The reason why she could make a nether to collect her Suva, even though it was a get, because it wasn't a regular get, she wasn't a grusha, she really was an almana. As an almana, she can't collect with a shvur, she can only collect with a nedra, and therefore it works out. That's the case over here. So let's read it inside. So Amar of Ashi, Hahu, get, Yevamin Hava. That get wasn't a get of a regular grusha, that was a get of a Yevama that led to a chalitza, and therefore she collected a ksuva with a nedra, not a shvur. Let's go weiter. He said like this. Since they wouldn't let her make a shvur, that she could collect with a nether. Alright. Amar Avuna. Loi shanu elo b'shaloi nisse. So Avuna comes out with an interesting chap over here. He says that like this. Let's say a woman, uh, a woman's husband died. 
Alright? So now, if she shows up in Beistin and says, I want my Ksuva, fine, make a nether, she makes the nether, she collects the Ksuva. Now what could the nether be? Whatever the, the, the Yisomim want. Nether, you're never going to eat apples again. Nether, whatever. That's, whatever severity, they know what she likes, that if she's lying, she, the nether would kick in. She doesn't want to mess with that. She'll tell the truth. Fine. But he says, this only works, let's say she showed up in Beistin and she said that three months ago I got remarried. But now I want my ksuva. Right? Now he says it doesn't help. Because if we make her do the nether, what's the halacha? She can go back to her husband. And he can revoke the nether. So a nether won't help. She could lie when she makes the nether, knowing that's not a problem. I'm still going to be able to eat apples. Why will I still be able to eat apples? Because my husband's going to go ahead and revoke the nether for me. So that's what Ravuna is saying. So Ravuna says as follows. So Nachamo, let's see it inside. I'm Ravuna. As long as when she shows up in Basin, she hasn't been remarried. But if she had Nesuin already by a second guy, ain't Madir and Oiso. Now, we don't make that nether. Why? And he says, my time. What's the reason? The maple of oh, because we're worried the husband is going to be made for Frag the Gemara like this. Well, if the husband can be made for a nether, let's see how many of us remember Mesechus the daughter. The Gemara is going to be, should know the answer. So why are we only worried if she got married already? Let's say she hasn't been married already. She's not married yet. She might still be willing to falsely take the nether, knowing that when she does get married... She'll be made for the nether. Why, why is that not a question? No, because he cannot be married if a nether existed. Because we could do mean. Could do mean on earlier in the the husband can't be made for. It can only be made for the dorm that happened under his jurisdiction. That's what the one is going to answer. So the one says like this, I, Lechayra, Ki, Loi, Nisus, even if she hasn't been married yet, Nami, why we also, Lechim, Insev, I want to be afraid when she gets married, made for Labal, the husband will then be made for the nether. Answers the Gemara. We learned in the Dora in some of Zion, Iron Bays, pay tests. Is the husband cannot be mefer on the dorim that existed prior to his relationship with her. Only what happened subsequent, not prior, and therefore that's not a problem. So therefore this Eitzah, that instead of a shvua make a neder, says Ravuna, only works if she's no long, if she has not remarried. But if she has remarried, you cannot do it. But there's another a tool that she can do to remove a nether. What is the other tool? She doesn't have to get the husband to do it. She can go to Basin. She can go to Basin and remove it. So therefore, even if she hasn't been married yet, forget about the husband. Why aren't we afraid she might make the nether in Basin A and go to Basin B and be made for the nether, right? Why aren't we worried about that? So how is the nether ever affected? That's the worst question. Why is like this? Why aren't we afraid that she's going to go to a chacham? Either it could be a basin or a chacham, right? Vashari line is going to be matzah the nether for her. Says the more like this. Ravuna's position is, Kasavar is going to be a machlegas later on, but Kasavar tzarek lefarek as a nether. That for a chacham to be effective in matzah nether, she has to give over all the details. She has to give over all the details. Now, if she's going to give over all the details of how that nether was made, the Chacham is not going to be matirid. Because if once she says, I had to make this nether to collect my ksuva, then obviously what? Lying. No, it's not lying. Meaning, my bottom line is, she's not going to be made for it for her. So she knows she's not going to be made because she has to say all the details. And if she leaves out some details, 
Then what? Then it won't be a nether. Then it won't, no, the nether will, will still be a nether. The hatara will not be the hatara will not be a good hatara. He won't, it won't be a good. So therefore, so since Ravuna Shita is a tzarek lefaret that she has to give over all the details, we don't have a worry, we're not worried that she's going to go to a chacham because manavshah. She gives all the details, he's not going to be matzah the nether. She doesn't give all the details, then the nether is still binding, so it's not a problem. So Gemara says like this. So says the Gemara, that uh, that you have to fight all the details of the nether. Rav Nachman Amrafilan says he says like this that um, not a problem. I hold. I disagree with Ravuna. Even if she got married three months ago, you can still make her make the nether. Now, what's the problem with that? We said that she has another husband. He could do that. Right, Pregumar. What do you mean? It says. For sure the husband's going to be made for the dark nether for her. Says the more like this. There's certain nedarim that you cannot be made for or matir. She says like this. The madrinam bey barab, la barab. In Russia you have ten people. You make her make the nether in front of ten people. When you make the nether in front of ten people, that's not subject to Hafara or Hatara. And therefore, that will be the eighth. So the husband can't be matter because it was made in front of ten people. Mesa, they asked him one of the following questions. Nisseis, it says as follows. Nisseis, let's say she got married. Gova Ksuvasa, uh, she's able to collect a Ksuva im Nadra if she makes the nether. So more like, more is asking as follows. Mashma, the sequence is Mashma, what happened? She first got married, then went to collect a Ksuva, and we made her make a nether. Now, according to Rav, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Ashi. Right, Ravashi? Who was the second? I'm going to Rav Nachman. According to Rav Nachman, it's very good. Because according to Rav Nachman, not a problem. I, she got married. He holds that what? That if it's a net that was made by Rabim, cannot be made for not a problem. But Rav Huna held, Rav Huna obviously holds it doesn't help to make it by Rabim. Because he said, once she's Nisseis, we no longer can make a nether. So the but this, uh, the word we just quoted over here, I believe, I believe it's a bride. So this bride says clearly is that in Nisseis, Go and then go, uh, go uh, that Govik Sivasa and she makes a nether, right? In Nadra, she can collect the nether. The Khurz Kasha and Rabhuda. So my love, Nadra Hashta is not saying that after she got married, she still collects with the nether. Korn to Ravuna, Rav Nachman, very good, with nether berabin. Korn to Ravuna doesn't work, berabin. Could still be made for that nether. So how do you understand this? When it says, like, the way to read the bride, when it says, Im Nadra, she can collect, it doesn't mean Im Nadra after she got married. What it means is that if she had made a nether, before she got married, then she can collect it. So what you have to learn that when it says Imnadra, if she had made a nether, not now, if she had made a nether before, before we let her collect the Ksuba. When it says the like this, my love Nadra has the loy. The Nadra me kara. Okay, but the second brisa you're not going to be able to weasel out of. Ba'atan you will learn in a brisa. Nisei says like this. Look at the order. Nisei, she the husband died. She got remarried. No deris, no deris is mashma, not before. What is no deris mashma? Now, no deris begovic suvasa. So what are you going to do with this? How does Ravuna learn this? Ravuna said that if she got married, she can't come and make the nether. How's it going to be made for? So how are you going to get out of it? So what it says, tanoihi. It actually is a machlokes tanoyim. What's the machlokes tanoyim? The ikalamans amr. There's one tana that holds nether shuuta berabim yesh lo hafara. That even a nether that was made berabim. 
you could be made for. That's what Ravuna holds. So Ravuna holds it doesn't help to make it Barabin. The husband could still be made for. Mamela, once she gets married, now the nether, you can't ever make a nether. It's not going to help. That once it was done Barabim, so therefore even if it's this days you can make her make a nether. Just make sure that what kind of nether is she doing? Uh, it was a nether Barabim, that's what you'd have to do. So therefore, the Bnei Yeshiva want to know, we touched on this before, but when a woman goes to the Chochlam to be Matir Nether, Sarich lifrot is a nedro, ain't sarich, ain't sarich. Do you have to be mefarent all the details of the nether? Or can you just give Rosh Prokin? You don't have to go into all the details of the nether. So Rav Nachman Amar ain't it sarich. Rav Nachman says you don't have to give over all the details. Right? We're going to see in a moment why, what's, what's the issue. Rav Nachman says ain't it sarich. You don't have to go and give over all the details. Rapapa Amar Tsarit. Rapapa says, no, you have to give over all the details. Now let's go through the reasons. Rav Nachman Amar Enot Tsarit. He says like this, the reason why Rav Nachman says, Russia Prokim is sufficient. Why? The Amar Tsarit, because like this, if you require that the Chochem here is all of the details before he has the right to be Matzer the Neder, what happens if she leaves out a couple of details? Now, whether she did it on purpose or not on purpose, right? Obviously, if she knows it's going to make a difference, she'll leave it out on purpose. But even it might happen she forgot some of the details and left them out. Now, if you tell me all the details have to be made in order for him to be martyr, what happens? He didn't hear all the details. He's martyr. It comes out that he's had Torah. He's not a bad guy. And it comes out, she runs off thinking that she's had a hatara. She really hasn't had a hatara. So therefore, Rav Nachman says, you do not want to go down the path of being requiring all the details because bigger kilkulim can happen if you require all the details. So Rav Nachman says like this. So Rav Nachman says, Sometimes she will leave out some of the details and he's going to be made for based on what he's hearing. And again, it could be even she did it inadvertently. But it comes out that what's the status of that nether? Not even suffect. If he didn't hear all the details, and she thinks it's a big kill is going to happen. Therefore, even though it's going to end up that some people can be sneaky and leave out details that they want to leave out, it's better in general that you don't require all the details. To be asked, to be said, he'll if he's smart enough, he'll figure out how what questions to ask. Now, Rapapa Amar Sarich, he says like this: You have to do it. Why? Because we don't want to be in a situation where the Chacham uh, is encouraging Isurim to happen. Now, Rashi gives two examples. One is our case: is that if she made this to collect a Suva and she chooses not to mention that. He goes and he's made for the Nedder. He ostensibly allowed the, the estate to, be, to, to, have, to have their money stolen from them. Right? She really had collected part of all of Etsuba before. She made the Nedder. She went to the Chacham. If you don't require all the details, it comes out you're condoning an Isra. What Isra is going to happen? She stole from the... That's the or actually there are another thing. So sometimes there are people, they, they have a predisposition to certain Avedas. Right? So the way they mechazik themselves is by making a nether. They make a nether that I won't do A, B, C. 
This person now regrets having made that nether because he wants to be able to do that Avera. He goes to the Chochem, doesn't tell the Chochem the reason he made the nether was to be able to, to stop doing this Avera. When the Chochem is master, he pretty much is condoning the person to go back to do that Avera. So therefore, what Rabbi Papa says, the better course of action over here is you require all the details to be mentioned. Tznan, we learned in the Mishnah. Hanosin He's talking about a situation over here, very common situation. A Kayan marries a Grusha. Kayan marries a Giyaris. The halacha is, even though he doesn't become disqualified, Torah, but he's not allowed to do the avoda. There's a Shailah, he's allowed to do it, he's allowed to do These are all common Shailahs that, that, but, but for sure, in the Dalasmana based on Migdash, the Kohen was living with a woman, the Isser, a woman that he's not allowed to marry, he wasn't allowed to do the avoda. Alright? Now, puzzled. But however, what happens to the guy, that, he's the only Kohen on, on, on call. Right? And they find out, you know what? He's married to a Grusha. What they can do is, they don't have to wait for him to divorce her. What they can do is make him make a nether that what? That he will no longer have any benefit from her. Once he's made that nether, inevitably the next thing that's going to end up happening is going to have to divorce her. So therefore, Apostle Ad Shayidur, he's disqualified until he makes the nether that he's Asr Bahanah from her. But Tanya law, and we learned on this, on this, uh, uh, Mishnah, the bride says concerning this Mishnah, no there, he first makes the nether, Ovei, we let him do the avoda, Yored, it comes down from the Mizbeach, Umagarish. So it's a big chedesh, you don't even have to wait for the Gerashin, all you have to do is what? Make the nether. Frek the Gemara, if you don't have to say all the protim, of what the circumstance of Nender was, how can we rely that when he comes down from Mizbeah, he's going to really uh, divorce her. He can find a Chochem, not give him over mm-hmm. all of the details, and what? I know And it's made for the Nether. So you never gained anything. You should require an actual divorce. The Nether shouldn't be enough. So if you hold like Rav Nachman, that you don't even fire all of the details, so then Leichlish Dilma Azil Gabe Chacham is going to go to the Chacham Asharle without giving him all the details. Contra Puff, it's not a problem. Because if he doesn't give him all the details, it's not a Hatara. Gives him all the details, it's not going to be matter for him. So the Chari, but contra Rav Nachman, you don't have to give all the details and it's a good Hatara. Why aren't we afraid? Someone says, that this Kohen, we're not some going to make him make a nether. We're going to make him make a nether in front of ten people. And if it's in front of ten people, what? He'll get divorced after. He, he, he can't, he doesn't have a choice. He can't be matter such a nether. Someone says, ha but that only works with a machlokist tanoim in this. You cannot be made for if it's done in front of ten people. But what are you going to do according to Shita? That there is a far, it doesn't help. You can still go to the Chacham and leave out some of the details. So say, my what are you going to say? So when it says there's a third level that's even higher. There's one is that you do the hafara in front of ten people. There's another one is, I'm sorry, you do the neder. The one other is, it's called the neder al-das rabim. What is the neder al-das rabim? A neder al-das rabim means is that I cannot get the hafara unless all the people that are here are, are present when I want to get hafara. I need the das of the rabbin. Now you have nothing to worry about. Why? Because all the people here know that what were the terms of the nether? 
to allow him to do the avodas. He's gonna, so therefore, they, they, he, this guy will not be able to get it done. Not berabim, but aldas rabim. So say it more like this. So my, someone said like this, the Madrinim lay al-das rabim. It's with the consent of the rabim that this nether was made. The Amar HaMemra, like HaMemra said, Hilchus to the Aloche is the Marim Makis, Afilu Laman, the Amar HaNad Nether, Shehudar Barabim. Even if you hold the opinion that nether was done in front of ten people, Yeish Lafor, it could still be made for, but if it's done al-das rabim, Eng Lohafora. Now, it says the Gemara, a very interesting point, is that this is true only if it's with Varashus. To be matir and neder for some kind of non-obligatory mitzvah-related item, he needs all those ten people here to be present for that hafara. But let's say there is a situation where the pressing need it's for a mitzvah. The chazaka is that all ten people, if they would know that he needs the hafara to do a mitzvah, they would have agreed, and therefore you don't need them there. So you could be matir, even al das rabim, you could be matir. If it's not a dar, uh, only, only if you cannot be mad if it's a dvar shush, but it's a dvar mitzvah. Need the guy for a minion. You need, whatever we'll see exactly the example, yeah. then you can go ahead and do it. Now let's see. Mora brings down a story, not a very PC story. There was a school teacher, the Adre Rav Acha Al Das Rabin, that Rav Acha made a Ned Al Das Rabin, that you are never allowed to teach. You are dangerous to the kids, you are never allowed to teach. Why? To have a Pasha Bayunuki, used to hit the kids. So this guy used to hit the kids. He brought him and made an enel das rabim that you cannot teach anymore. If you teach, you're going to you become usher and whatever it is and all the papers and the olam, whatever it was. Now what happened was, Vahadur Ravina. Ravina reinstated him. Nope. Ravina brought him back as a teacher. What happened? They couldn't find a teacher that was more material that taught the kids as well as he did. So therefore, I guess they also said, listen, you can't hit the kids anymore. We're going to be on top of that. But the Meister that made a Nedral Das Rabin, but since there was no one else that could teach as well as he did, it's considered to be a Dvar Mitzvah, and it was considered to be a Dvar Mitzvah, therefore what? They were allowed to be Matir the Nedr, even without the ten people, without the Rabin there. So you see, on the Dvar Mitzvah, you could be made for even Al Das Rabin. General, stop over here. So, uh, probably for, uh,